This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I'm excited that we're back at it again, finally, because it's been a while. I took a month off from this like completely good for you because oh with the move and everything yeah, yeah. like that and we're like you know and john had things going on we were just like all right we're we're gonna time out here for a little bit you know let's get this moved over to this place and let's not worry about having episodes and we were gonna actually gonna squeeze in a couple and then a guest had to cancel and it was like, like you know what let's just do this from the new yep. store so here we are everybody healthy happy everyone's healthy healthy every, yeah happy healthy everybody yeah um we're in the new store we're still kind of in you know, pardon our dust mode. You know, we thought we were going to be open this week, but we're not yet. Um, but which is fine. Yeah. When we're working as a company, but as a store, we're not open yet. So we'll, we'll be open Got soon. Got anybody banging on the door yet? Yeah. No, people, yeah, all the That's time. Awesome. Are like, hey, not yet. Sorry. <laughs> and people texting me all the time like, what's up? I want to come by. So we're going to have a big party in March. Um, probably like, we're not sure if we're going to do it Saturday, March 13th, or Sunday, March 14th. We might do it Sunday, March 14th, because some of the other businesses here will be closed, and it'll be easier for us to have people in the parking lot. There you go. If we do it that way. I didn't think of that, but Jenny thought of that. Um, so, so yeah. So, we're in the new location. Um, we are back for our first uh, tournament talk episode in the new place. And what I was going to say was my favorite episode of all the episodes that we do here, obviously. Um, so... You know, tournament talk. We got a lot to catch up on, um, but before we do, I want to welcome you guys back in the studio, Captain Skip Dana, Captain Art Sap. Here we are, connected by water, presented by Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, and now officially fueled by Papa's Pilar Rum. Yeah, so, right. Excellent. Remind you never to be a spectator. <laughs> and we also want to give a couple of shout-outs before we get rolling to Fish City Pride. Um. We want to remind everyone that uh, we are here. Our new studio is here at the Taha Marina or Taha Marine. Um, so get your gas at Taha Marine. And um, 
I want to give a shout out. I promised my buddy Justin I'd give a shout out to ACR Electronics, the Science of Survival. Um, if you need an EPIRB or any of your marine electronics um, that you know are concerning yourselves with safety, which you should, um, by all means, um, there's been plenty of stories of avoidable deaths that have been you know got a story saved by. Tell me a story. Just recently, tell me a story. Brought a bunch of stuff to the Abacos last Wednesday. Mike's house is trying to get it reorganized and, and all the other things going on over there. And uh, coming back on Friday, we caught a nice little weather window there. It was real calm coming through the Northwest Channel there. And I, running along, I guess, where we had passed Stirrup a bit. We're 40 miles west of Stirrup and out in the Channel a ways and still 60 miles to Lukaya. And I know this because I pulled it up to try to figure out where I was going to tow this group of stranded boaters to that I found in the middle of nowhere. That after having gotten in touch with uh, whatever the Bahamians call their search and rescue group there in the Coast Guard, that they've been looking for them for 58 hours. Wow. Yep, these dudes were stoked. They hadn't had any food, drink, water, You nothing. saved them? Well, I found them. You saved them? Saved them, I guess. I don't know. We found them. And then literally, I look over at Jimmy. I see a center console. I said, dude, what the hell is center console doing this time of night especially, or evening? It's like 5 o'clock. Good on you for In the middle of the owner. channel. There's no tuna fishing this time of year. Center console out here is crazy. And as we're pulling up, dude's up on the gunnel waving. And the craziest thing about it is I'm steaming along. We're making 40 knots. It was nice. And there's a giant freighter, one of those post-Panamax monsters, kind of quartering and going to cross our bow. And if we stay on course, we're going to get closer than we really should across this bow. And should have turned south. I said, man, I'll deal with this giant boat wake twice. I'll deal with one side as it catches me quarter. And if I pour the coals to it, and I poured the coals to it, and I probably passed him 400 yards in front. Well, he didn't like it. He blew his hooter at me the whole bit. So it was it was closer than it should have been. Right. Had I turned starboard and gone around behind this guy, those guys are still floating it. out there. They're done. saw the boat. Yep. So by doing the wrong thing, we did the right thing. And what kind of boat was it? Paramount with a 1980s model 200 Yamaha. And plenty of fuel. They were... Where were they, f- they from? Were from going? Was there, two was guys there a, lot, a lot of things in the hull? <laughs> no, no, just fuel. No, they, they were they were they were fishermen and stuff. They were uh, actually have learned quite a bit about them since then. But two of them were from Freeport. One was from Andros, and they were headed to Andros for a few days, catching that weather window to go visit some friends and stuff down there. Wow, yep. that's crazy. Had they had an EPIRB, it probably had they had a VHF radio, they wouldn't VHF. have mattered because. Still, I mean, you could see the the cruise. There's, dude, there's 50 cruise ships anchored up over there on the bank still. Nuts, nuts. And and I'm calling. I don't know any of them by name. And I'm calling, dude. I just need to communicate with somebody mm-hmm. to let them know that these folks are here. No, I couldn't get. I didn't know any of them by name. Any of the co- cruise ships by name. Right. So we hooked to them at 5:30 and start towing. Well, I got nothing to tow with on that CV really. So I'm seven knots. Mm-hmm. And I, when I pulled it all up, I decided, well. Uh, I can get cell service from from Stirrup, so I'm going to start trucking that way. And we had like a half a knot of current going east anyway, so better than trying to make 60 miles back to Lakaya and get cell service God knows when. So I'm steaming that way, and I'm trying to call anybody on the VHF, can't get anybody. And I'd left my sat phone with the single-engine boat that was coming back the next day. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I had my EPIRB and everything still, but I'm not going to trip an EPIRB for nobody's right. dying. So. Right, right. So I'm chugging but they're that going, way. They're going into day three. Oh yeah! Oh, they were hurting, dude. Oh, they were hurting. They literally yeah, they're, one they're, dude. They're out of rations and, and oh, waters and they everything. Didn't have any rations, they didn't have they? anything. Yeah, they're making a ninety-mile run. We do this all the time. No big deal. They hardly brought anything. Wow. Yeah. 
So the dude literally says, bro, I showed, I wrote my will and testament. I, I was dead. It was over. We were done. Because they said the crew, we waved the one cruise ship. Guy flashed his lights and kept, it didn't do anything. Never called anybody nothing. When was it? Last week? Last week, yeah. Oh, my God, Art. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So anyway, I, get, I don't get cell service. We pick them up at 530. I don't get cell See, service till 11 o'clock that night. And yeah, I, you were not a spectator. No, you, no. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> but we get, you know, we get close enough to stir up that I barely get cell service. I start shooting texts out to my Coast Guard friends here, and they get me in contact with a Coast Guard liaison to the Bahamas who's in Nassau, and they get, you know, and I text coordinates, everything, where I am and where I intend to go, and they tell me, all right, we'll get to 50 foot of water, throw, get them anchored down, and, and that way and get a lockdown coordinates where they're, because it's dark, pitch-ass black, dark yeah. now. And I do all that, and then I finally get good enough service that we're actually talking on the phone a little bit, and and I could see the the lights coming, and and got them on the VHF. Said, all right, yep, we got you on the radar. Go ahead, steam on. So now I got, I'm not willing to run the bank in the dark out there, right? Know, with FLIR and radar, it's just it's wild. It's not the right thing. So I get back out in the deep, and I'm 122 miles from home at midnight. So, so what happened? I you just you booked it. I well, I 30 knot it. Yeah. Then I ended up, I picked up speed a little bit once I got a little closer to home. I just wanted to get home. And I come in, and, of course, Ryan. I, he told me the whole story. Yeah, calls me. I, I pick up speed pretty hot. And I'm sure at that point, Coast Guard's got me on radar and starting, what the fuck is this guy doing? Right. Well, I, I outran him. I come in in a tower boat, get through the bridge, get back to the dock, offload all the shit. Ryan calls me, dude, the goggle eyes are biting. You got to come. Well, <laughs> Ryan comes out the inlet as I'm coming in, and the Coast Guard nails him. Boom, jumps at me immediately. Oh, no. Where the hell are you coming from? God, like fishing it just came from the inlet. Lade seen me, so they're they're all spun up. Oh, my God. So I turn around. Fuck it. I go right back out. Well, by then, Coast Guard had already gone home, and I'm and caught 20 dozen goggle eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and about passed out when I hit the dock. Yeah, I can imagine so. I can imagine. That's it was an interesting day. Though. Wow, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, we just had an episode. Uh, we brought in um, Tiny Walcott last week. Ooh, there's he, a story. He told us the whole thing. Yeah, and this was actually really the first time that he had publicly told what the, happened to him. The whole story, he was hijacked. Yeah, to, that was the what? Then I can't remember the name of the boat. Oh, was Rapscallion. that the uh, yeah. Rapscallion? Rapscallion. Yes. Yeah. Were so they, he came in and he told the whole story. Yeah. And neither one of them yeah. knew if either one of them was still alive, and the whole thing. I'm, yeah, I actually heard the story. Let me tell you, tell you how good that story was. Jenny was about Chills. to leave. She couldn't leave. Yep. She was stuck behind that. She told me later she was stuck Dude, behind that wall right the whole time because because she couldn't leave because she was so glued into that story yep it was crazy yeah you don't have your headphones on today yeah where's your headphones? you don't have your headphones on today. no one can hear you oh, okay all right <laughs> so yeah but, but, but yeah didn't they you, didn't they run the boat aground in uh gun key yep and like just yes. jump overboard well one uh, pitched off the other one pitched off later and yeah it was, th- yeah. yeah it was um it was, it was a very convoluted story yeah it was a long time before they yeah. knew e- each other were alive it was yeah really yeah it yeah. was ugly a long time like Hours, really? Yeah, yeah, and it was nighttime, yeah. and um, they ever catch the guys that took the boat? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They, didn't, they, could, yeah. they didn't know what to do. Well, you know, the f- craziest part of the story is that, um, Larry, uh, with all, mm-hmm. right, just happened to be in Nassau that day and had to go to the courthouse for something. I don't understand how he ended up there, but it happened to be the same day that those two guys that did the hijacking were going on trial. They never were informed, like Larry and and Tiny were never told. They were supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. They were the only witnesses. 
Had Larry not coincidentally been in Nassau that day. Those guys get off. Those guys get off completely. I didn't know that part. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Nuts. I mean, if I, listen, if you're if you're listening or watching this podcast and you have not seen that episode yet, please yeah. go back and watch that episode after you watch this one. I think Tiny's going to write a book too, though, right? He's writing a book. Yeah, yeah he's right. He's he's got a book going on. I'm designing the cover, so yeah, he's nice. actually coming in. Dude, I love this week. family of yeah. fishermen, and it's that's yeah, so cool. it's an it's an outstanding. And Tiny's a great guy, <laughs> great guy. So I had great Tiny fisherman. in here, and John Los, and um, and Andy Moyes. All mm-hmm. we all they all came in and sat in on the great story. Group. Yeah, yep. they all came in and sat on the story. So yep. they were all kind of intima- intimately involved yep. in some weird support way afterwards. You know, so mm-hmm. I figured it was appropriate to bring them in. That's cool. So yeah, so we got um, we got some tournaments to catch up on. Quite a few, right? Um, yep. and but I want to I want to I, I never say this. Please listen if you're watching the show and you like it, please hit that like button and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And we want to get our subscribership up. We feel we got a really nice important show going on here, and um, you know we we want, love sharing it with the rest of you, but we need your support. So. Why does YouTube um, make it so hard too? I want to push a like button and I got to sign back in and you'll yeah, remember you how. In. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, tell you, it's called going fishing. <laughs> yeah, it's called. It yeah, forget about all that stuff. Right, exactly. So, um, microdosing. It's gonna there, fix all of it. There's a few tournaments that we need to kind of catch up on first, and then there's some tournaments coming up ahead of us. Um, but I want to give shout out to you guys. Won one. Yeah. Right. Yep, so yep. we're gonna say congratulations. Yeah. To yes. You. I haven't won jack shit. So. You haven't won jack shit. So <laughs> you've been messing. You're in between boats, right? <laughs> So, um, Skipper's wor- worm warming up to his run. He's fixing to make. We talked about dust him off last on the time. last one, but yep. then it got delayed, right? right? So we didn't really get to talk about right. the results right. of that one. So you guys want to catch us up on that one first before so we get started? So long ago. So long ago. We <laughs> haven't I, done I this remember like it was yesterday. So. <laughs> Do you? Go yep. for it then, Skip. Um, the the bite was kind of Lake Worth Pier to Boynton, mm-hmm. somewhere through there, and it wasn't. Very good. I think mm-hmm. what we won eight fish. Does it sound yeah. right? Yeah, right in there. And yeah. uh, the it boat all just came flashing back. I got it all. Yeah, back. the boat that won was Southern Ground. S- Southern Ground. Yep, at thirty nine CV. They were fit. They had like one fish at noon, one day tournament, and they went on a roll. I I was fishing up off Lake Worth. We had caught two or three fish, and we ran back to Boynton because a friend of ours was fishing a club tournament. Mm-hmm. It was very almost no win. And slow trolling, he was like, he had caught three or four there off point. So we ran back there, got set up. As we were putting the kites up, I see Southern Ground south of us, maybe a half mile. They hooked a quad, jumping over the place. Oh, really? So we picked up and ran back south of them, and we caught one right away. Mm-hmm. And then um, they just got on a roll. That that gave them five, and then they caught six. No, it was nine fish they won. They caught, nine. It was like they caught one, then another, then another. But it was the craziest thing. It was slick calm, and these fish would pop up in the spread with their sails up, eating these little tiny minnows. Oh, and we could literally go in there and drop a bait right in their mouth, and they wouldn't even look at it. That happened really? like three times to us that day. That's frustrating. We, we, did, we couldn't get bit. It was yeah. it was a crazy thing. Interesting start for us. So the the fish were still somewhat in the ballyhoos at that point, and the fish were in ballyhoos pretty good right out front of Hillsborough Inlet, and then again off of the steeple aerial or so, and then really good in them down there in in Dania. That that that's outfall. right. You ran south. Yeah, so, so to say you're right out here then. Yeah, well, I picked up. I start. Kind of, we got an hour and change in, of good daylight to hunt. So I'm running along, and I see one finning in the anchorage there in Port Everglades. you got to be kidding me. So I stop. I look, and I lay swim along, and I look left, and there's 10 of them up finning all around me. Like, Holy shit, you got to be kidding me. A wolf pack. 
Yeah, oh yeah. So, and, but they're not going anywhere. They're in there picking at those minnows and everything. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right, well. And there's bullets and all kinds of stuff. And there was a little bit of current, and the water was fair. So uh, interesting. So I, so I, well, I ease out of there for a minute, and I buzz on down to the outfall down there at Dania. It's like I said, we've got a ton of time. Looking around, and the cereal mackerel are shredding Bally Whoever. I ain't seen a sale yet. It's like, yeah, it's good. We got, we've seen 10 of those things, and we got to go back and put the spread up and crickets. We catch some black fins and kings and all kinds of stuff. Never saw a sale there. So I do remember I started out front because the current, it was purple water, like yep. not an half a tide. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's a and not a bite. Yep. That's Crazy. what I, and then I ran north. Yeah. And that's and then like noon or so we we take off still, like I said, slick calm. We take off running and I see one up picking in the minnows off a of Deerfield Pier. And that one, Jimmy puts a bait literally, hits him in the face with it, and bait goes darting down and the fish goes tailing after it and nothing. Sitting there for five minutes or so and up oh, Jimmy got bit. Five minutes at after casting the bait. Mm-hmm. Finally then gets bit. And I assume it's the same fish. I don't know. We catch that one. So, well, shoot, good current and everything. So we make move back, and we missed one there out of the kite in like 45 minutes of fishing, and now we're hearing all that starting to happen up there in Delray or Delray Boynton. Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> yep. oh, with the with the beeping. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that, that's the beauty of being right here by the yep. side of uh, East Atlantic <laughs> and on the beach. So all the crazies are out here. Yep, no but doubt. that it was just frustrating in that tournament being there. I was seeing fish in yeah. there uh, in amongst all those fish and seeing fish and not being able to get a bite. Yeah. Yeah, that is frustrating. Yeah, we um, ended up catching three up there, and actually saw a, a giant white marlin up finning like that. And again, Jimmy hit him in the face of the bait, and the thing swam around that and kept going with the minnows. Lit up, purple, blue. It's crazy beautiful. though; you can get it really right in front of them like that, and then not just yeah. convert on that fish. It you was think. like Guatemala stuff with the fish fins up, just swim oh, around, yeah. slick yeah. calm water. It was it was yeah. beautiful. Just couldn't get a bite. Which out is of a nice change for that tournament because usually that tournament is usually hairy. Oh, last oh, year was rush, like rush, probably the worst yeah. we've ever fished in. It yeah. was horrible. Between the yeah. rain and everything else, for sure. Yeah, so then after that, I mean, we're, there were a few other tournaments. I know we had um, Fish for the Cure had their first ever tournament, so I want to give a shout-out to Joe and all the things that they're – it's a benefit tournament. So, yeah. and um, I think it was at the same time that yeah, was same it day. as the – My friends were fishing that Fish for the Cure. They ended up catching three or four, and they won the sailfish division of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was a smaller boat division. But, you know, that was the first year that they had that. Um, tournament and you know they're trying to get it off the ground and everything like that and it's a good little setup they have and they do it right here locally um so i just wanted to make sure that people um keep that one on the radar for next year because dust them off was pushed back yep so hopefully that weekend is available for only them next year it should be they yeah dust them off usually so. november yeah um so and then um then we went into uh, what we have after that courtney Re- put that you know, uh, Hopetown United event. As I say, the Hopetown one. So yep. then that was the one you, that you guys yep. took yep. home, right? It, we did. Yep. We're very fortunate there. It was uh, out of Palm Beach there. And really a, a fun event. I mean, the, the festivities were phenomenal. Food's always great up there. Mm-hmm. And great participation. There was 57 boats in the event. And they won. They, well, after they talked us out of half of the winnings, Donated back to the cause. They were up like $150,000. Oh, did they smooth you? <laughs> a bunch of beautiful blonde women asking yeah, for money. Go it's figure. hard to say no. <laughs> go figure. Yeah, after a yeah. couple of drinks, right? Yeah. Well, fortunately, I, they weren't asking me. I don't have any money. Gotcha. It was the other guys, so it worked out. They they, they did well. They hundred fifty grand and change for the school mm-hmm. over there in Hopetown. Nice. Nice. Good. Worked out real well. But uh, fishing was was pretty good, really. I mean, considering what it's take, it's been for the rest of these events to win, mm-hmm. we... Uh, we fished off the ledge, basically, basically Jupiter Inlet to Loran Tower, really, so we're kind of north of the ledge, really. 
on day one, and that's where the, the boat that won the day was seven fish fished as well. No wind the first day. A lot of the guys were slow trolling. We were able to keep the kites up pretty well. Six for a couple more, whatever. It was, numbers were pretty good there. And they were seven for one or two more. Seven for nine the first day, I think they mm-hmm. were. And then the fans got turned on the second day. It blew 30 and change out of the west. And we were hearing reports of the trolling boats doing real well north of Port St. Lucie. And we had like seven miles north of Port St. Lucie we could fish. Turned out it was just north of Fort Pierce Inlet. So I'm on my way up there, and I get yeah. a confirmed report. No, it ain't there. So I will screw it. We'll go fish these shallower wrecks here. Cause I've heard of some fish there on Port St. Lucie in the shallows. They're starting to kings are eating us up a little bit. And the rain came through, and it got really ugly for a little while. So I just kind of screwed, bump, slow trolling around a little, and easing offshore. And there was a sight, faint, faint edge in 120 there and the current was moving a little better and the rain quit for a minute so i get the kites up first bait we pitch over getting the kites up sail plows the thing knocks it off the hook and six more of them show up on that bait fighting over the thing shit so spinners go out we hook three of them and catch all three of those and the roll started and we ended up seven for seven to win the daily and outran the fleet by three or four fish in the end right there just picking a couple of doubles and that triple and two doubles, I think. Right. And saw a couple more fish there, I think, actually. Oh, that's that did, nice. That, that did bite. That, that's, that's, that's the moment right there. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, cool. That, and again, that's cool. Especially that early in the season. Yeah. And it was worth 100 and change initially. Mm-hmm. And then we went and gave a bunch of money to kids. But it's for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> you sound bitter. I'm not a philanthropist. <laughs> <laughs> I got to pay my mortgage, baby. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I got kids, too, right? Yep, that, exactly. That, that'd be money. Yep. So, cool. All right. Yeah, so a good time, though. So, um, congrats to you guys. And then, um, we had, you know, again, we haven't done this in a while and not to mention straight up tournament talk because we do other episodes as well. So we're just really just catching up everyone on, on some of the things like that. We had silver sailfish, um, yep, both and, fish that one. Yeah. And we had, we had silver sailfish buck up operation, um, to really kind of catch up on, um, yep. for, for, for the most part. So, and of all that, the coolest thing about all of it. Yeah. Well, two things. The coolest thing that went down, that was Operation, actually. So the coolest thing that went down of those three events, Michael Jordan won one. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Yep. And then in Operation. He won the Buck in, Cup, right? Yeah, he won the Buck, yeah. which was actually the week before that. Yep. I've got Mike Calabrese on my boat with me now, and he's fished with Jordan nice. quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And we're coming to the dock afterwards, and we ease by Jordan's boat, and he's sitting back there on the, on the mezzanine. And, uh, yo, Breezy! Michael, Michael fucking Jordan, Yo Breezy, <laughs> Mike Calabrese, yeah. to, and, and uh, Mike Gullah. I got three mics. Mike Gullah says, oh, yeah, you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> you're cooler than me. I, <laughs> it might have been the coolest moment I've ever had on the boat. Michael yeah. Jordan, in my opinion, the greatest athlete ever to live. Oh, hands down. Yo Breezy's yeah. a dude standing on my boat. That's mm-hmm. cool. That was yeah, unbelievable. Nice. nice. Yeah. So, that's cool. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. back to, you want to talk about the derby? Dur- I mean, uh. I wasn't able to fish the first day with the guys. They were uh, they went four for five, and then the next Kicked day, my butt. we went one for like four or five, and that was it the extent was of the derby. It, it was blowing and west uh, we, again. We just had uh, unfortunate. We started the day uh, at like right off Jupiter Inlet, out in the deep. Mm-hmm. We hooked a triple like five minutes lines in, at, you know five minutes after lines in, and you know guiding along get. I see one come up and eat the left short, 
and the guy in the left long, you said four line tournament. He goes, mm-hmm. I think I just got bit. I can't. It's all glare. I can't see. So I'm seeing his cork. His cork's moving. So there's definitely something going on. He goes, Oh, he dropped it. I'm like, Oh, damn it. So I told the guy in the short, like, Go ahead and get tight. Right. So he gets tight. Another one comes up jumping way over here. So the guy in the long was bit the whole time. Kind of got slacked off and didn't right. know. And oh so his fish is jumping over here. The one, the short. I mean, we backed right to the short. Got that one right away. His fish pulled off. And then the left, the right short got bit up around the bow and smoking line off that way. And somehow so they went off. all different ways. They pretty much went all different ways. Yeah. And so that that long line, it it he spit it. You gone forever. He he came up jumping literally right at the boat. If we were ready, like with the camera going and stuff, probably yeah. could have got him right away. But yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Happens. Got, you know, he he, came, he he smelled the rat, came up jumping, and gone. Yep. How's the uh, overall the bite been? Like tough, horrible. Said, like this year, like because I think like we've. This is what's kind of like perplexing me about it a little bit. Is it seems to me that the conditions have been favorable. Oh, they've been great. You know what I mean? So phenomenal. Yeah. So like the the fact that we're not snapping on sales yeah. right now. Had a is good fall. A really good fall though. It was really, phenomenal. Really good fall. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but again, it was the same deal last year. It dried up here for January, February, really badly. Yep. But and there's there is a giant body of fish up to north. They keep hearing about up there in St. Augustine. Guys are seeing great numbers. St. Augustine. Wow. Yeah. But again, though, I still believe that these sharks are having an effect on the way these fish are acting. I do too. That's yeah. a good point. And it's look, a really good point. White shark after white shark after white shark starting to show up now too, mm-hmm. which may end up helping us because you know them so those big sharks. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll spook them. Yeah. Eat them. Yeah. Don't yeah. spook them. Yeah. Eat them. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of which, I mean, I'm I'm getting amazing videos and stuff all over the place from sharks that you never would have thought. We had the hammerhead video yeah. too. That was that was cool. Yep. There was another one in there too that was that was plowing tarpon that I couldn't get to. I was staying on that one. Mm-hmm. It was one a little bit closer to the jetties. It was knocking tarpon in the air like porpoises knock mullet. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, but also think about. I mean, we always see sailfish in shallow in the in the values, but I think I've seen more in the last couple of years than for sure than ever. They're definitely changing their pattern in the shallows. Yeah. Well, you did you see my 15, video? Yeah, I was, gonna, feet, I was just going to bring. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. had that video. Like, how many sailfish were right there? Two. Just two. It was just two. So we hooked them both. Yep. But we it, we were. You're in like 20 feet of water, though, weren't you? I could I could when I first hooked the first one, I could have almost if I'd have swung my rigger out, I'd have hit the green marker. Oh wow. Yeah, we were right there in the mouth of the inlet. They're in there all the time. Yeah. 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 Yep. Wow. Yep. It was cool. It was real cool. Wow, oh, man. So yeah. yeah. So that's that's the thing that's really been kind of weird. But to back me in the day, that. running the beach for cobias, you'd, <clears throat> you'd see them, but not numbers like I mean, now you'll get in there in the valleys, you'll see six, eight, ten sailfish yep. in there. Mm-hmm. You'd see one in there chasing valleys. Do you think yeah. that the sailfish are coming in shallower too, because the the sharks are all bugging on on the I think the, they the reefs love on the outside. They're so that's one thing. For them. And there's I think there's more bally around there. There definitely are a lot of bally. Ballyhoo's been phenomenal this last few years. But think about if you went to say you went to Flanagan's, right? Mm-hmm. You walked in the door, sat down, and had your meal, and a shark tried to eat you. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't right. you want to go eat somewhere else? That's what I mean. Know? That's what I mean. I think they think they're pushing. Maybe the Maybe you go out a little deeper bit. and eat, or you go yeah. a little shallower and eat. Yeah. You know? yeah. They make to me it makes a lot of sense. And they're not flopping and they're not tailing. You do not. I've seen like four floppers this whole year. Yep. Maybe five. The most. Really. Yep. I've seen no tailors and we've had nothing but tailing conditions. Yeah. Like zero. And dude, that's how, that's how I make my living. I, that's yep. it. But it ain't happening. But anyway, I guess if you got to tell your story with the derby, I should tell mine. <laughs> I sucked. Okay. I didn't get the bites we needed to get at all. What'd you do at the end of the day? At the, oh, I think we ended up. 
right in the middle, like 20th or something. We mm-hmm. we got into a we got a roll going on the second day up there at Loran Tower again, in in kind of shallow. But the bonitas just ate us up so bad it was hard to keep bait in the water. Right. We fed we fed a, and caught a ton of bonitas and saw one giant king. But we did. I think we ended up catching four out of five or six there and had a couple of fish pop up that wouldn't feed for some reason again. But again, blowing 35 off the west, and it was it was tough. And I don't know what it was my first day. I could not get bit. And I think we caught I think we caught one the first, one or two the first day. I don't remember. It was it was a forgettable day. Did uh did Carulo win that tournament? He did. He did, right? I don't it's know if he was running the boat or not. He was on Miss Texas. I don't think he was running the boat. No, no, he was fishing no. with us. No, oh, that's right. There is a story to that one. Yeah, he went on Miss Texas. He was on Priceless. Oh, was he? Because they had a fish DQ'd. Yeah, and Priceless won and then lost a fish to camera work. And Miss Texas won because of that. Mm. Really? Yep. And it was yep. weird. Like they got on a, like Miss Texas got on a roll down there off uh, Lake Worth Pier. In 50 foot of water. And everybody's sitting around him not getting a bite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting, though. And the crazy, that was the aggravating thing, too, though. I left that edge in 50 foot of water when on day one when, uh, again, Gator won. Damn it, Ryan. This <laughs> dude, I'm getting bit up pretty good out here in the deep off of Jupiter. It's exactly where we won the day yesterday or last year. And had a real good sermon, so we'll go do that. And, and I just literally, the first bait hit the water, and he calls me and says, dude, they're popping up all around me now. you got to come. Okay. It's in silver sailfish. Silver. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Gator 1 did pretty good on that Gator 1 did real well. They won the yeah. first day, I think, didn't they? Yeah, they, they won, won the, the first daily. day and then went goose egg yep. on day two. Yep. It's it's really hard to go yep. back-to-back, stay, you know, big days. It's nice winning daily on day one, but I'd almost rather be second place. It's hard, <laughs> man. It's yeah. really hard. Yep. Yeah. Worked out for us in that first one. Yep. And then um, I just love doing it. I'm what, with you. What just tournament fishing, especially the sailfish. Sailfish, yeah. Is. Well, when we're smack dab in the middle of tournaments, you're never. The thing about sailfish is you're never out. Yep. Right. Say somebody has six fish, you can you can make that up pretty quick. Oh, if yeah. you're in a meat fish tournament, somebody's got 200 pounds of kings or fish, you're done. We've Game seen over. that happen. Uh, yeah, that's true. Game over. That's you true. know. Yeah. For, the, for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, you've talked about you're like true. you've talked about feeling like you've won the tournament by 8 a.m. Sometimes, Before, yeah. you know, sometimes. And, yeah. Plenty of times. You make yeah. one pass and catch two or three 40-pounders yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah. a 30 well, and a couple you tunas. Can, and you got a, you got something in your backpack mm-hmm. back pocket, you know, you can be able to go do and throw one bonus fish in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Bust out the rum. Yep. Have fun all day. Pretty much. Having fun anyway. So, which leads us into um, uh, Operation. Operation Sailfish, yep. right? Which uh, that actually Carrillo did win that one. He did. Like straight yep. up, right? That kid is on fire. Yeah, he's on fire. Yep. He's having a great season. Uh, we should bring him on. Years. We should bring him on the oh. tournament talk. Pretty Nick, you definitely needs to come chat. Yeah, um, I gotta put makeup on for that though. <laughs> he's, too, he's too pretty. <laughs> no, let's just put let's just put a clown suit on him or something. Make there you it, go. Uh, ugly him down a little bit. That'll be good. There you go. See if he's open for it. I want to forget operation stuff. It sucked for us, man. Yeah. Like we could, uh, we made could it not get there. a bite. Yeah. My boys at TNHMY took daily on the first day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and great, I, same yeah. thing. So that tournament. Day one and day two, I was literally within a few hundred yards of the boats that won the daily. Mm-hmm. HMY won it on day one up there in the shallows at like the 04, 05. <laughs> I sat right within, I was in there the whole day. It was it was, it was was a hard day. Remember, yeah. it was I no was fishing wind. 07, it, was yeah, it, was, it was brutal there. Oh, I was fishing 7 to the 10, just north of them. And we caught two singles and saw a flopper, same deal in there, shallow, blaze in there. And I love fishing shallow up there. And I sit there for an hour and a half and can't get a bite. Well, HMY, their tray pulls in there and hooks a quad or something. It's a, it's same deal. And then he ends up getting that little run going in there and wins that daily. So it's in, interesting how that 
works and doesn't work sometimes. You know, you, we saw the situation. We saw the scenario, and, and it just didn't work. So I lost confidence and pulled out of it. And then later that day, find out that, yeah, it did work. It just worked for him and not you, d dummy. You should have stayed. <laughs> so we, we, were, we were just north of him in like 95 feet. I think we had caught one. And uh, we caught one and lost one. We, it was really like the, the kites were sagging, and we had one come up and eat the long, and we couldn't get tight to it. And it was all tangled in the kite line. Uh. And it ended up coming off, just jumped off. And we rolled down there, set up again, same zone, 04 kind of area. 04 is like 85, 90 feet. And we're set up. Trey's kind of like north and inside of us, edges outside of us. Pretty Nicky's just north of us. So I see Trey gets on a roll. He catches one, then a double, then another, something like that. Edge catches one. Boat south of us catches one. Uh, Nikki catches one. And everyone but you. And we're just sitting there. We, we could not get a bite. Oh, my God. That's frustrating. Like, change the bait. But dude, it, it didn't matter what we did. Frustrating. Sardine, herring, dog. Switch yeah, it all out. Nothing. Everything. Sometimes you just can't, you can't get a bite. Yeah, it's weird. And then the next day. We caught first fish of the day. You did. We did. And we, we, we started off. At, where did we start? I started kind of like. Uh, off the condos, I think. Oh, yeah. You started the 54, something like yep. that. And then Chippy caught that quad. That was and the we ran And we ran to Boynton, yep. like, immediately. No, no, I started off of, uh, like, the breakers. Oh, okay. It looked phenomenal. So it was smart. Like, it was, like, three knots of tide. It was it was gorgeous, but nobody mm -hmm. caught a fish there. Yep. And we ran down there. As soon as we got to the breakers, we hit the double. Caught one of Boynton. Uh, I'm sorry, out of, at Boynton. Caught one out of a double. And I think we only caught one or two more for the rest of the day. Yep. Yeah. But both days, we were right, right where the, the daily was won. Yeah. That, that second day was interesting for us. I ran right back to the shallows there. Felt like I was making a good decision, and I started on the 7.5, right where I saw that free jumper I had marked the day before. And pretty quickly, caught the first fish of the day, we we got bit, getting to eat up by kings. Just mm -hmm. constant baits going down. And right short gets taken to west wind. Kind of interesting. He got to the right short and caught that fish. And then... We sat there for 30 minutes, and that's when Skip had gotten down there, and he said, hey, we just got here and saw a double. Oh, that's right. He did run down. Yeah, and and the wind was still slick at that. It was There was no wind at that point still. So, shit, boys, we got the fuel. We got the speed. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Bring them down. And my, there was no wind, and it was calm. So my plan was to stay in the tower, and I was going to hunt anything on the surface. I don't know why I thought I might see something. Because you're going to spot fish at that point. Yeah. But I was going to do it at 50 knots. Right. And and it's if it's a free jumper, I got him. If you right. see, well, there he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Much. But still, you can loop back. You got a shot, you know. And Taylor's at that speed, you don't see him. You're just going too fast. But but a flopper, you're going to see the damn thing's in the air, right? Well, I'm running for five minutes, and the wind comes up 30 knots off the west, and it starts getting chippy as hell. And take, mm -hmm. I'm actually taking sprays in the tower, which never happens in that boat. And I plugged off in one pretty good and slipped and hit both legs on the on the control deal the steering wheel hits me in the chest my hand goes through the controls Oof. i thought i was dead i thought i broke both legs i thought i broke my sternum broke my hand and i'm standing what? up there i get the controls back a little bit i'm i'm not dead <laughs> <laughs> i thought well, it's over i'm dead for sure both legs still worked like all right so i climbed down all right today so we're not doing that i did just about we're, not doing, <laughs> yeah, we're not, doing <laughs> not doing that we're not doing that so i get in on the beach and and really put some speed on and get down there and the spread goes up both longs, there they are. Like, holy shit. And, and the, the condition was epic. Purple blue water rolling north, I boiling. Think it, was, it was probably some of the nicest water we fished all big, year. Yeah, big ground really sea. Nice. I don't even know where that came from. Big it, it, it wasn't in Palm Beach. It was only there. Yeah, right there. I mean, it was everything was there. And we missed both those fish. 
Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And at that point, Four Fish is leading the day still. Mm -hmm. Chippy's quad. Right. It's like, oh, God, whatever. But we we got a little something here. And and Ray was down there, and he'd caught one, and and Skip was starting to see some fish. And and Chip made a move a little further south, and I was basically fishing the 30 to, like, the 33, basically right in front of Boynton, and they were Mm – most of those guys were a little further south. Yeah, he rolled down. He was on the wrecks down there and caught a double yep. on the wrecks, and yep. that was it. Yep. And, and we, we made another jump, and it, some time elapses, whatever. It, it, and we end up hooking another double on the longs. And Bernard's left long. The, this is his third fish of the year that does this. He hooks a thing. It sticks its head in the water says, okay, I give, and swims straight to the transom. Well, meanwhile, we're getting bit on the right long, and I can see the bait dragging like, yeah. The, the fish is that far from the float with the, with the leader in the mouth. The bait's behind him. Right. And it loops, it, but he's coming at us. I was just stopped, turned the kite on, and Steve was reeling slowly, and it stops and starts doing this number, and I see the, the lead weight go mm-hmm. underwater around the fish's bill. We got him. We got him. <laughs> Done. Right. Put the smoke to him, and the fish goes jumping offshore fast, bait dragging behind Don't him. Matter. Shit's getting so wrapped up. And <laughs> yeah. And we'd already released he's Bernard's fish because it literally gave up. It said, I right. quit. Just do whatever you got to do to me. Let leave me alone. Sharks all over us the whole time. They didn't eat them, fortunately. And we on plane and end up getting to to Steve-O's fish, and it had about that much leader we were able to grab before it was all everything else was mm-hmm. wrapped around him. Oh my god! So a double we should have caught both of. We didn't catch either of, and this one we should have never caught Steve-O's fish, and we did. So it right. kind of felt like, and then we ended up catching one more later, one or two more. I don't. Know, we ended up. We ended up one fish away from $130,000 payday, and but seventh place, so we got some points. Right, so seventh place overall. 26 points. Were you second in the daily? Third in the daily. Third in the Tied daily. Tied for second, missed by like three minutes on the <sighs> – but one of those fish stays on there, and we win the daily. We win all yep. kinds of shit. Yeah, wow. Calcutta's out the yin-yang. So how many fish that day? Four. Four fish that day. Yep. And six and, won the day. And so six, so, so think, about, mm-hmm. see, think, think about all the guys that are fishing that tournament. Right. The best of the best. Yep. Yeah, yeah. A lot of guys went goose egg. Louie went goose egg. Yeah. That never happens. Right. Yeah. And I always joke around. I, I joke out with Jamie Ralph. I'm like, you see Louie? He's like, yeah. I'm like, don't, don't poke him. Don't get too close <laughs> to Louie. Because we always joke, like, he poked Louie. He sucks up all the sailfish and catches yeah. every one of them. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God. But yeah, there, there was a ton of boats, like, uh, that that never saw one, <laughs> didn't catch any. It, it was it was pitiful. I talked to um, Van Dellen on the Singularis that night. And he was just like, man, Bad. damn, Carullo got another one. But he's like, but I don't get it, man. There is just no fish out here. Yeah, it's tough. You know, I'm actually going to fi- – I'm fishing that boat. Um, I might fish the challenge with them. But nice. I'm definitely going to fish the Jimmy Johnson with Singularity. Nice. Yeah. yeah so. Beautiful boat. Great boat. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. a new 60, 62 bay boat, right? Or a uh, game boat? 68. Okay. Yeah, it's a 68 bayless. And then no, what, that's, they're building a game boat. Yes, yeah, they're building Yeah, they're building that's it. A, they bought that boat. The um, what do you call it? Uh, se- seven, seven is a sixty-two game, game boat. boat. Yep. It yeah. is the um, badass. Mm-hmm. The um, they're building one special now. Or they're actually building two special now. Nice. Right now, but you know, they they're coming off the ninety. Yeah, right? and they have the sixty-eight now. So they're kind of like in between boat. Yeah, that ninety's out there wrecking striped marlin right now in in the. Magdalena Bay. Oh, is it? No, Mag Bay. We talked about Mag Bay. We had with the IGFA. Um, Jack Vitek was mm-hmm. on here a couple mm-hmm. episodes ago, and he was on that trip where they got that three hundred something in one day. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, he took us through that whole story and like how it all operated, mm-hmm. and it was just a system. 
yeah. the way that it's got to be a system. Rod's rigged alone to do that is just that was it a full time job. So he said he caught. He's like, I'm like, did you catch a lot of those fish? And he's like, um, no, not really. I only <laughs> caught like twelve. <laughs> he's like, and after my twelfth one, I would just decide that I would just help like. Yank them off. You know what I mean? And I would just play mate after that. Because so most people have never caught 12 marlin in their life. Yeah. yeah. They caught 12 in one day and yeah. gave up. Yeah, they're all striped. All yeah. striped marlin out there. But, yeah, that was – he was telling the whole story. It was nuts. And then, Epic. of course, you get – after the day is done, then you go into the boat and you get, like, five-star dinner service and the whole thing <laughs> with Anthony's boat. Yeah, so. Nothing wrong with that. No. Yeah, no, nothing no. at all. That's, that's, uh, nothing that's good at living. All. Um, I want to bring up this tournament. Coming up this weekend, the Cove. Cove. The Cove. The Cove. Everyone loves the Cove tournament, oh, yeah. right? Great competition, always. Yeah. So I want to say, though, I don't even know if you guys know this. Do you realize that Connected by Water is the title sponsor for the Cove tournament this I year? I did not know. We did are. not. We are. Fantastic. Right? So we Very are. Cool. No, I mean, I'm the official artist. Is that when I saw you at lunch there the other day? Yes. Were you working your we, deal? We were working the whole all deal. Right. So you see there's all the trophies over there in the corner for the for the tournament. Beautiful. And um, but we are also the title sponsor, so excellent. Uh, yeah, but I have to say thanks to Harris. Yeah. So it was really Harris and Corinda with their generous, you know, donation that they made for the Jim and Jan Moran Boys and Girls Club on um, Deerfield Beach. Yep, I like know, that tournament just yeah. because it supports the uh, the Boys yep. and Girls Club. Yep. So we're 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 pondering doing a podcast from there. We'll see. Um, but you know, for certain, we're going to be set up there. So, but anyway, I want you guys to take us. We, we're designing the perpetual trophy for it. So they were they don't have a perpetual. We're giving them one. Gotcha. We're donating into it to, to the cause and everything like that. But um, this is a special tournament in the area. Right? It always has been historically um, throughout the years. It's not really a money tournament. It's like a little bit of money now, um, but it's always been a benefit tournament. Yeah. Right? But to me, it's been that one where, like, it's a clout tournament, right? The local, the best the of the best, best of, of the County. locals yep. come together and they all fish this tournament. And I, I know vitamin C too has has had, has, well. has really put their stamp on the real estate of this tournament a lot. Um, you guys got it two times, three, I think three, yeah, three really. Yeah, I didn't know that. I think wow. so. Um, I, well, I was looking at the list because I got to put all the past winners on this perpetual. So gotcha. I was looking at the list. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> I know I you, got, you got it. You didn't get that one. You've never no, won I've it. Got, I think I've got three second places in it. Oh really? Yeah, you've done well, but you've done well in it. So I got I got a first and two you're seconds. Like a second place might as well be last place, right? Pretty that, much. That's your philosophy. I get it. But um, yeah, so we're sponsoring a tournament. We're excited to be involved. So, um, do you guys have anything um, historically to bring up about the tournament that might be interesting to discuss? Cut a blue marlin in it. Did you? Years ago, yeah. Caught a really? world record white marlin in it, and we let go. Yep. Wait, what? Oh yeah, called it a blue marlin until we got the video of it. Literally, I sent a bit. Wait, that's the one Jimmy caught, right? Yeah, yeah I, I remember that. Terry. I said, dude, we thought it was a blue one. And he says, I've never seen so thick a white marlin. That thing's ridiculous. What Guaranteed state record. We were calling it a hundred and definitely 150, maybe 180 pound blue marlin. Would have been delicious. Would have been <laughs> amazing. <laughs> and, and the state record's 151 pounds white marlin. And the world record's 180 pounds. Did you get it recorded on film? Oh, yeah. Lots of, but that is it a world it. record? It could have no. Could have been. You got to weigh it. You got to kill the thing. You can't weigh a film. Yeah. Weigh and Louis says the same thing, dude. You should have thumped that thing on the head. Mm -hmm. No kidding. But yeah, had you, you known that it was a white, you would have. Oh, for, yeah, Louis. Louis said yeah, that you should have thumped that thing. On the head. <laughs> well, I would have thumped it if I'd have known. And I can't even believe I didn't. But it was so big. It's not a white marlin, and it wasn't lit up like every white. Well, I should say most white marlin I've I've seen. It, it was dark finned and 
and it was just so damn big. It was, and I'm, I'm in catch it and go on mode, right? And right. move on to the next one. Hey, we got a couple extra points at the Blue Marlin. Yeah. No, we lost 100 points because it turned into White Marlin. Yeah, I got a White Marlin there in the artwork there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. And you caught a blue? Yeah, we yeah. caught a blue right off Lake Worth Pier, about 100 feet of water, 120 feet. How big was it? 350-ish. It was, it was a it good was one. Fat. Really? Oh, man, really? So <clears throat> it was kind of light wind, light north. I remembered right short, bait starts getting a little, herring starts jumping around, and he goes deep. Mark's like, something's going on. I'm getting bit. I'm like, all right. So I'm watching the cork, and it just goes, doop. Starts motoring off. I'm like, yeah, you're definitely bit. <clears throat> Gets tight. We're like, I'm starting to motor. The cork is literally right there. I'm motoring towards the fish, and it's in the glare, and, and it kind of does a half jump. I'm like, holy shit, that's not a sailfish. <laughs> I, it was so purple, I thought it was a, I thought it was a swordfish. I'm like, right. everybody else see that? They're like, swordfish. So we're getting after it, getting after it. We're getting close, getting close, and just like another half jump. You chase it down? We're, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, we're chasing yeah, it down. Yeah, we're yeah. like half throttle. <laughs> yeah. And at this time, you had observers, and Liz, my office manager, mm -hmm. is was our observer, mm -hmm. and she's all certified through IGFA, travels yeah. around doing observer stuff. Right. She goes, Blue Marlin, 350. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so, so it hits the water. We drive right to it. We release it in 45 seconds, literally. Then it takes off and does this huge loop and <laughs> getting after it. So cool. Oh, it was the best thing ever. Wow. Then it broke off, and I'm like, fucking Blue Marlin. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it was it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen kite fishing. It was really wow. cool. That's cool. Do you have that on film? I've got. Somewhere? I've got some screen, you know, like the live pictures of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll see if I can dig it out of my yeah, phone. Yeah, please do. It's, see if we can roll that you up You hold here. it, and this is going. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's how I was talking to Denise. I'm like, it's not just. No. She's like, no, we got all Marlin. I'm like, okay. Well, and I it's think really that it's going to be sailfish. I want to say, I right? think, I think but, but, the cove yeah. started as the Lighthouse Point. Yes, it did. Um, it used to be the Lighthouse Point Captain's Mates it, Tournament. I thought it was the, the Boca. I'm not sure. I th I, I, if I'm not mistaken, right, and Bernard can confirm this for sure. Um, but I thought it was the Boca Resort or somewhere, some sort of Boca tournament first. And then it might, maybe well, it might no, have... The Boca Hotel used to have their own sailfish tournament. I think this is it. Nope. Nope, because it, uh, it was still going like two, three years ago. We fished it. The Boca All right, Hotel. Th All right. All right. I think the Because recently, I was talking to Bernard's dad, and he was mentioning something that to me, because they won it when mm -hmm. it was that, when Bernard was like 12. But I think the Cove tournament spawned out of the, um, the Lighthouse Point... Uh, marina tournament. Okay. It used to be just a captain's and mate tournament. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of snowballed into a real tournament and it kind of got taken over by the Cove, I think. This is the 11th annual official Cove tournament. Gotcha. Um, so, however long back 11 years would go. Yeah, this was before way that. long before that. So, I don't know. I did. The first time yeah. I ever fished in my life was at Lighthouse Point Marina captain's and mate tournament. Was it? Yep. Yeah. So, I'm oh, actually going to talk. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Bernard about that. And see. Oh, by the way, announcement. We just hired um, his daughter this morning. Oh, oh cool. Nice. To work on the story, yes. Very good. Nicole is officially part of the Employed, Connected by yeah. Water family, so I just wanted to say that. Very Happy cool. to have her aboard, yeah. Yep. So we interviewed her this Great morning. Family. We're like, all right, Lovely. cool. Can you start, like, right now? <laughs> She's like, yeah. I'm like, do, all right, do you cool. Have to go so home? Jenny, like, put her to work right away. So she worked, like a, like, a half day today. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's cool. So we're excited about the Cove tournament. So everyone kind of, if you haven't registered yet, well, by the time this airs, Probably going to be the day before the tournament, so um, you'll have missed the captain's meeting by then. Yeah, you'll have missed the captain's. Wait, is it Thursday so night? It's a good time. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a, that's always a fun uh, yep. captain's meeting. Yep. Yeah, um, it's local. It, it's nice because you know you literally know everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean we're excited about it. I mean we want to be involved in it, like going forward for sure. But you know. nice. Um, the Reef Cup was just this weekend down at Ocean Reef Club. If they don't move that thing to April, March at at a minimum. Oh. Three fish. You were telling me this before we started the show. I think it won the tournament on a three-day tournament. Three, two, two, one, 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 or something. I quit paying attention to that one. It's a for whatever reason we're in a cycle right now where you don't want to be fishing down there in yeah in January, February. It's just brutal. Which is totally foreign because back in the day used to be phenomenal. Yep. But by April, by March, April, it'll be on fire down there. Well, we when we used to have the Jimmy Johnson down there. Yep. I mean, in, in first week of March. Yep. And we were lighting it up then. And even even yeah. then is a little early, but we we, yeah. we did have some phenomenal fishing down yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so then we got um coming up also, in the middle of next week, is the IGFA light tackle tournament. Yep. So which you know, I'm the official artist of. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway. It's a, it's a great tournament. Yeah. We fished it last year on Southern Run. Yep. Good tournament. I will say, f- catching those fish on 12-pound tournament line is tough. Yeah. We had, um, on the episode where we had the IGFA, we also brought in Captain Carl Anderson. Mm-hmm. And he talked about that um, with the line and everything like that. And then, you know, he he had a previous issue where they didn't test the line. They should have, you know. Yeah, well, they um, my friend Chris Sanchez made it for him last year. I think they broke a fish off because yeah. they think they had a bad spool line. Yeah, and they didn't test it before beforehand. And he goes, we should have. He, he, he literally grab it and just go pop. It pops in your hand. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, with twelve pound tests, it's it's tough. Tough. We actually we broke a fish off. Actually, you know, there he is feeding him and going, 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 going. Maybe it was friction on the ring. Who knows? And mm-hmm. parted off. Yeah. Wow. You really got to watch every step on there. Like like. We caught. Really. I think we caught three or four la- in that tournament last year. Did you? Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's a good tournament. You know what I mean? Obviously, the IJFA puts it on. Yeah, it's for know, a great it's cause. A very too, respectable you know? kind of. Kind of deal. It's at Sailfish Marina. Um, and the swag bag was amazing. Yep, for that the, last yeah, year. it is. It, it is. Really it's going to be a nice tournament. Um, you know, we're doing all the art and we're, we're doing all the shirts for that one. Um, and I think it's um, an invitation thing, right? No. No. It's, an last, open. it's not an invitational. Last year was an invitation and they opened it up. Yeah, they, they have, it's an open. Gotcha. Um, it's a light tackle. And they, open. Have, they have more boats registered now than last year. They do. But they do. Well, it's only with the second year. Now, second year, year. And they're so trying to. They want to grow it. He wants to get it to twenty boats, twenty-five boats. He said. I think I, he had fifteen this year. I think so they're there. Are they good? Yeah, I think they're there. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to fish it, but. Yeah, I mean it's you know, I mean it's it's a good tournament, you know, and I'm going to be up there, um, just great to, spot for the party or whatever, and, and hanging out. I'm not going to fish in it. Not a much better spot to have a selfish term out of than right there. Yeah. So, um, so I just want to give a shout out to the IGFA Light Tackle. They came on. They had a lot of good stories to tell. Um, and it was great. And then we got, um, in my mind, um, you know, the, the two, the playoffs and the championship kind of level sailfish tournaments coming up. Right? So sailfish Challenge and the Jimmy Johnson, right? So that I think these are probably the two biggest tournaments, you know, like sailfish, because we're like smack dab in the middle of the sailfish season. And it's April's going to be the best. Everyone's, uh, everyone's, everyone's all warmed up and everything like yeah. that. Yeah, final sale is going to be the best one this year, Fight I think. Wise. It's usually not, though. But well, it's usually yeah. in Key West. Yes. Right, yeah. And if we could if That's we could true. fish That's last true. year in Key in West, Miami, it would have been it, crazy. Or Key West. Yeah. But if we were in Miami, even, it would have been a 25, 30 fish possibly day yeah, I would say easily. to win. It was epic. It was rolling. Yeah. 
and I mean, bullshit killed us. But yeah, well, what happened? COVID. I think they called it Corona or something like that. <laughs> it wasn't the beer. <laughs> Big giant hangover for the whole world. Pretty much. That stuff's still around. Apparently, they say. Yeah. Nah. Um. So Not after November second. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or third. Whatever yeah. it was. Hey, you can go to dinner in California now, but you can't watch TV. We're not going political. We're not going political. We're not going Get away from that. We're not doing politics, right? <laughs> but I will say this. Maybe I shouldn't say this. <laughs> okay. Think about it. It is just phenomenal to me on how the narrative of what people Changed. should do is what the narrative of one side had been saying the whole time all along. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yep. All of a sudden, the uh, the little tune has changed, and all of a sudden, things aren't such a problem anymore, and people are still people, man. Yep. Let's just all just get along, yep. all right? So, Selfish Challenge coming up, all right? Um, so excited. So excited, right? And when is that? That's February. That's next week. That's the weekend after it's this. Two three, weeks after Three this. weeks from now. So, three weeks from now? Two weeks. Two weeks from now? I think we got the Cove. A week and then we got the, and then you got the challenge, gotcha. Is there an off weekend yeah, between that? Seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth. Okay, so there is an off weekend mm-hmm. before that. All right, so we got, so we got Cove, we got IGFA light tackle in the middle of the week right after Cove. Yeah, a weekend off, mm-hmm. and then Selfish Challenge, right? And then Selfish Challenge, and then two weeks after that, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson. Johnson. Yep. Right. Um, and we talk about both these tournaments. I mean, Selfish Challenge kind of is what it is. So take me through that a little bit. That's any inlet. Right. Yes. Any of well, it's anywhere. You're basically. I think the boundary is going to be in somewhere. Isn't it like Jupiter Inlet? It's north of there. I think. That, I think they're going to go all the way to like Loran Tower down. If it's even, it's Loran Tower to uh, to the Beacon or what used to be. Uh, like South End Keepers Cane. South of Fowey. What's, what's the light south of Fowey? The, the oh, the Pacific. Uh, that little Beacon, little Triumph. Triumph. Thank you. Yeah. I think it'll be Triumph to. Them up for Jamie's or for, uh, for Jamie's for the yeah. challenge, and and the crazy thing is it has been one on each end of it. Yep, and all points in between basically. Right from the breakers to right in front of Hillsborough Inlet to, I mean it's that tournament's been won absolutely everywhere. Just depends on we hope some fish show up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really got to think right logically we're putting this right with the way the weather has been trending, especially now with this new front coming move. in tomorrow or tonight. Right, tonight's it's coming in tonight. Freezing. We walk outside; it's probably gonna be sixty degrees. Yeah, oh, yeah. I it'll mean be, it's like coming in as we speak. Right, this is where just so people, just to remind everyone, we record on a Monday, we launch on a Friday, right? So we're like the front's coming in right now. I and would there's think another one coming after this. Yeah, yeah, I would think logically, and this has been a phenomenal winter. All things can like for it's, for it's for been this, the, the coolest winter I can remember and in the, years. And the iguanas are still alive, yep. pooping all over my <laughs> boat and my dock. What's it gonna take? <laughs> Takes a pellet gun. <sighs> Chicken of the trees. No uh, thanks. No goddamn lizard. No way. Nope. No way. Nope. I'll eat a snakehead before I eat one of them damn lizards. <laughs> I'm not yeah. eat one of them. Jack Vitek from the IGFA was telling me that like snakehead in certain parts of the world just like revered like large largemouth bass. I've eaten it. Yeah. Like, it's pretty good. You've eaten it? Listen to it. It's very bland. It's, but it's it's as white as that paper. Really? You see all the shit that flows off our streets into those canals where those things live? I'm not eating <laughs> anything. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm not eating any freshwater fish. Down I gave here. it. So I, I caught a bunch of them one day. Those and I gave, I had like five of them. I gave them to one of my customers. 
And the next day he had a stroke and he swore that it was it was the <laughs> Jesus. Snakehead. Oh, the snakehead got me. He's Jamaican. He's got this accent. Oh, oh man, snakehead. the snakehead gave me the droopy eye. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it wasn't the snakehead, Steve. It was oh, all that fried food oh. you eat. Oh man, the snakehead gave me the droopy eye. You know? <laughs> Well, I hope he's okay now. He can still catch a fish. Oh, yeah. He has, he has a toothpick. Holds his eye open. He, he <laughs> catches all kinds of stuff. Yeah. That's, a, that's one of my favorite customers. He's a one-armed fisher. He sounds awesome. He had a stroke years ago, and he, he lost the use of his right hand. So he, he has a left-handed reel. He catches more fish than anybody. Oh, my God. This guy. He's What's the best. Name? What's his name? Steve. Droopy eye. Shout out to Droopy eye. We, we call him Whippersnapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy's great. Oh, man. I hope I'll never stro- have a stroke, but I hope I'm old and decrepit and still fishing. I just think it's funny that he makes fun of it like yep. that. That's, that's, oh, it's that's so good funny. Spirits. That's good spirits. Oh, man, the snakehead. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead and say, Steve, you want a snakehead? No, man, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I did eat it. It was actually, it was very good. But you it was sh- like. You should bring like little like tater tots in, on the boat and be like, oh, the fried little snakehead But it was like, pieces. it was literally as white. It was white as that paper. Really, really white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They make good sword baits. They do. Mm-hmm. They'd probably make a great teaser bait, pitch bait, too. Mm-hmm. So we I got one of the things about three or four pounds out there. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so then the Jimmy Johnson. Woohoo. Right. Um, Jimmy Johnson this year, um, I've, I've talked to Todd and Val, and one of the big things about that tournament, obviously, is the fanfare. Social. Right, and then the yep. social aspect of it, and everyone loves fishing that tournament, being a part of that tournament for everything that Todd and Val do to level up on mm-hmm. the parties, and you know, obviously with the hard rock involvement um, and the special nature of that. Uh, they did tell me that um, they're still kind of talking to the hard rock about what they're going to allow them to do with their COVID restrictions and and all the different things like that at the hotel. But the Indians are a sovereign nation. Let's do our thing and go, baby, go. No, I hear you. No, and I think that's kind of what they're looking at it as. You know, I I don't think there's really an argument there. I I really, truly, but I think they need to, for insurance purposes, stay in line with what they're doing with the hotel. You sign a waiver. With with the thing, too. If you don't want to go out, you don't go out. If Mm -hmm. you want to go out, you go out. Mm -hmm. That's how you roll. That might happen. I don't know. Um, that's that's the way I look at it. I yeah. think that's the way I look at it with anything that's yeah. happened with all this stuff. Right. But if you're scared, stay home. They're 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 a little at the mercy of what true what the hard rock is going to say. What you can do of inside course. of the halls of their building. Their outside on the pool might be a different story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So as from as far as vendor setup, we're one of them. You know what I mean? So like we'll see what we can do. Um, but like that, that like is, that, we are moving forward with like as that giveaway is last hallway year. might be way different. It might be outside or could be yeah, only exactly. a couple people at a time going in and out. Yep. There will be the gifting suite, but how it happens, we'll see. You know what I mean? So fluid situation. That's our motto. That's our company motto. Connected by waters and fluid situation. Cool. <laughs> so everything, like really, we're figuring it out. Um, but yeah, so, as long as it all um, happens. and I saw the new ring this year, which is gorgeous. Um, I can't tell you what it looks like. I cannot even describe it. I've been sworn to secrecy, but it is very, looks very like nice. Ring. Is, it looks like a ring. It, it does, looks but, like a ring. but it, it doesn't it look sh- like our ring. Looks <laughs> like a ring, which shines like a yeah. Um, but it is uh, it is big and beautiful, and um, it is their tenth anniversary this year of the tournament. So I didn't believe when they said that, but I kind of counted back, and I guess it is. Wow. Um, so yeah, so that that's moving forward. 
Um, if you haven't registered for that one yet, I mean, we're in. Yeah, we're in. I mean, you know, you you, you got to sign up for that one. That's really in my mind. I, mean, I might be biased, but it's a great event. best best tournament on on the planet. So, um, and I want to give a shout out to um, Skip Smith and his Bahamas tournaments. Um, Skip's tournaments is we're in on right. It's up and running. They'll start in May, correct? April, 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 April. April. Yeah. White, White Marlin Roundup is his first weekend one after the. Yep. We're gonna try to blaze out of here immediately following final sale and fish and then hop in the big boat and go. Yep, I come. Wouldn't hurt my feelings. All right, cool. And then, um, but he's gonna have like what all four this year, and they're running out of walkers. Yep, one out of walkers. Yeah, one. So that's gonna be great. Um, that Walkers K is kind of up and running again and uh, and newly refurbished and Do established. Do they have um, hotel? No. No. I don't think so, just, yeah. just Marina. They, yeah. They've got villas they're building, but they won't be ready yet. They'll have fuel. They'll have electricity. Docks, no problem with all that, but you're staying on your boat. You kind of camping on this one. Gotcha. Yep. But it's all fluid situation, right? Mm -hmm. And it's it's going to be a Blue Marlin tournament only. I wonder mm -hmm. how many uh, at a, at a I wonder how many yachts are going to be anchored up out there Heck for, yeah. uh, for like, floating hotels. Yeah. The weather ships? There'll be a few, yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, we want to give a shout out to the Wicket family and uh, Meet Mayhem, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna chime some of this over to John John here. Uh, we got Chubb coming up, uh, Palm Beach, Fort Lauderdale, Clearwater, St. Augustine. John, you want to catch us up on that? Yeah. So <clears throat> uh, next week we'll be going over to Chubb for Invitational Wahoo Tournament. There's mm -hmm. 20 boats in that one, and then in March we'll have the Palm Beach. Uh, mayhem it's kind of changed the structure of that one to be more like the fort lauderdale tournament more payouts more ways to win um instead of like the single kingfish uh way and then uh right after more of that a medley we'll be, situation yeah yeah and then um in like an aggregate tournament more yeah than yeah um not not l just like i think there'll be it'll still be a kingfish tournament but there'll be more than i think first place still is is one fish but there's more payouts like they'll pay out for general prize for wahoo and and mahi and stuff like that instead of gotcha. calcutta's and then fort lauderdale will be in april gotcha and then um you said clearwater's after fort lauderdale yeah in may we'll have the clearwater tournament that's kingfish and then st augustine in june okay and then there's going to be a north carolina tournament added yeah right in, uh, and you still got biloxi yep Yep. Nice. Yep. Uh, so the, uh, those are towards the end of the year. Towards the end of the yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. In right, uh, September and November. Good job to Jimmy and Lauren yeah. to yeah, for an ever expanding brand. Yep. Good job to them. Good job to them. Um, so nice. Um, I don't think uh, there's any other tournaments that we need to kind of catch up on today in that fold because um, we obviously we're not going to get into like too many summer tournaments and stuff like that. Um, one thing I do want to bring up is the Island Rover. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it's a pretty important boat um, to, to our local area that that just is um, established. It's a ninety-eight merit, a nineteen ninety-eight fifty-eight foot merit, fifty-eight foot merit. Right, and that is um, you know Mike Lamb yeah. is the uh, proud owner of that one, and you're going to be yeah, running that one. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty, take pretty us through that boat a little bit if you wouldn't mind. I want to talk about it if you could. You're going to be running yeah. up to Mid Atlantic tournaments. You're going to be. Well, we're going to fish the Bahamas events, yep. ships events over there. For sure. Like I said, we're going to try hard to roll out immediately following final sale to fish that white marlin roundup and definitely custom, both custom 
shootout and custom production shootout. Mm-hmm. And then try to do that. Uh, we're definitely we're in for the Walker singer. We've got that dialed in. And then he wants to do a couple of weeks of just kind of cruising the islands with the family. Mm-hmm. And then steaming for the Mid-Atlantic to do a steaming couple of up there. Nice. Now, are you guys planning on fishing the Jimmy Johnson Atlantic yes. City? You are. We are. I'm excited about that tournament. Should be great. Because, be I mean, for a lot of reasons, right? But, you know, number one, the biggest reason I'm excited about it is that my wife is from New Jersey. Huh. And my in-laws live there. Oh, cool. So we'll have full-on babysitters the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time we're there. And there it's going to be a great week. Yep. So, yeah, I'm excited when, about when it. When is that one? July, uh, mid-July. Yeah. yeah. I don't know the exact dates, but it's the middle of July. Yeah, and I think I think he has gone 18th, ahead. 18th, 19th, I think, rings a bell, yeah, something a like that. A lay day in there. Just yeah. Just three or four, something like that. But yeah. initially, they didn't have it set up like that. And you, you've got to. Yeah, it's end of July before yeah. the Huck tournament, right? Before the Big Fish Classic. Does that so. sound right? Yeah. Um, I think so. Uh, might be the same weekend. Might be right around. But it's right around there. Yeah. Um, no, they, they wouldn't put it on the same weekend. No yeah, way. That's a, that's a pretty big event. Um, so the cool thing about that tournament is not the cool thing. It's the unique thing about it is the hard rock is still involved, but that's really an Atlantic city thing. Yeah. Like they've involved themselves with the entire town of Atlantic city. Um, the Marina is the golden nugget. You know, they have the hard rock is right there, which was the previous Trump hotel mm-hmm. has been turned into a hard rock. Nice. Um, yeah. And they're all, it's all kind of like this. So, I'm going to be interested to see how much of us goes there. And if a lot of us go there, then it's going to be a blast. And it's going to be a good time. Everyone hanging out. Are you guys staying in Atlantic City? You're going to be in Ocean City. No, we'll, we're, we'll go to Atlantic City for sure. If, if you know. Yeah, so that's going to be a cool one. Um, yeah, I don't think we're going to be in Ocean City at all. No? He, he's not. He doesn't love that event. What the, with the White Marlin Open? Yeah, he wants to do, I think I might be able to talk him into the Mid-Atlantic 500 if we're already up there. And he also wants to do Pirates Cove. Mm-hmm. I, I tried. I was going to go back for that one this summer, but the weather it just didn't work out for me getting back up there to fish with Paul and the guys. Yeah. that's another, You know, that's glad you brought him up because that's another thing I'm looking forward to is just the yeah, fact, get to do his event just the fact that, that Paul's going to be down mm-hmm. here yep. for, for a sailfish season. He's here. He's here. Yeah, That's what I mean. Yeah. He got here uh, January 4th or 5th, something like that. Oh, he's here already? Right. Yeah. 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 I'm going to have to touch base. I talk to him that. almost every day. Do you? Yep. Oh, well, Good thanks dude. for the call, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're listening. <laughs> but, um, you know, he they, um, you know, they're from up there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's great. They, I went and fished with them. Um, I only fished with them once last, last summer, but uh, Curtis and Mark, Went up, I think, three times and fished last summer. It was yeah. a great time. Yeah. No, that's cool. cool. Fishing. The, the I, got, I got tired of catching the elephants. I'm like, oh, after the first couple, I'm like, all right, I'll just watch and gaff. I've had enough here. Backbreakers, right? <laughs> the, uh, no, I, I'm, I'm actually very um, very happy for Paul and Tiffany. Yep. Uh, they they reached their goal this year on their raffle. Oh, awesome. Um, nice. So they sold all their tickets, which is a big deal. Um, so a lot of money was raised for the kids this year, which was um, especially cool because of the COVID year. That they were able to achieve. Yeah, that. they couldn't do their their big gala. There. Yeah, that's what I mean. So exactly the point right there. They they missed out on their gala. So the fact that they reached their goal in the raffle tickets helped kind of make make up for that. So we're always proud to promote um, the FFMD on the show and the fishing for muscular dystrophy. So um, they're very close to our hearts around here. Good for so people. Yeah, they're absolutely. Uh, that's what makes it. That's what makes it so easy to support them. Is them. 
you know, just said how great they are. First time we met them, you weren't into Publix with us, were you? I think it was just me, Jimmy, and we were in Key West. And we're shopping up or whatever, like day, day or two or whatever before the tournament. And a bunch of the FFMD ladies were gathered in there doing the same thing. And you guys fishing the tournament? Yeah, yeah, we're fired up, whatever. Yeah, well, our guys are going to kick your ass. <laughs> Paul said that? No, no, the ladies. The, the oh, really? Ladies. Oh, shit. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> well, I guess we shouldn't even fish then, huh? <laughs> it didn't go that way for them. But, yeah. But it was, a, it was a great introduction and got to know them well after that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say the thing I say every single time, but I guess I am. Paul's one of the best people I've ever met in my entire life. I, lo- I love him. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Love is the proper word to use, like, mm-hmm. for, for sure. I mean, he, he's just a phenomenal, phenomenal human being. Like, yeah. And what he does, you know, in st- out of acts of selflessness, like continuously. And what he does just, and how he does it yeah. is it's baffling to me. Yeah. Yeah. So No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Do you have questions? What do you mean for, about what? Strange ones. Oh fuck! <laughs> we don't have any strange questions. I totally forgot. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's all good. Let's just start calling people. <laughs> you want to go live? You can yeah, go live. All right, let's do that. All right. What do you got? Let's see here. If you're going live. I'll go live right back at you. All right. Everybody's that? going live. Go ahead. We're gonna go. We're all going live. Hey, did they call this a three-way? <laughs> a menage a All right, so I haven't done a live video in so long. We are podcasting our tournament talk episode. We look like a bunch of young ladies over here holding our yeah, phones. Yeah, we do. We're all selfieing or hey. something. We're all doing selfies, right? All three of us yeah, are yeah. going live at once. I don't know I, am I live? I can clear. Live. I can clearly and definitively say that this is the rum talking. I think I'm live. <laughs> so yeah, we have definitely. Laid into the Papa's Pilar. So, uh, wait, what do we, we need to tell you if somebody starts watching? Yeah, you're live. It says you have two you're people good. watching you. So, we need, um, we need what? Strange, strange questions. questions. Strange anybody questions. Anybody has strange questions for Art and I or Dennis? Yep. Or anybody. I'll ask anybody anything. What do you want? What do you want to know? So, who has strange questions for us? So, I we got, we got, got anybody watching me. I'm, I'm no one watching you? No, nobody loves All me. Right, Man, so I'm, we, up, I'm up to like five. Uh, really? See, everybody knows. Everybody loves I got four. your game up, Arthur. That's what I'm saying. I used to be able to know. I don't know. How, how do you know? Where does it show up? See, it just keeps coming, popping up. See, I got none of that popping up. I don't even know if I'm. this thing's working. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are live, right? With oh. We're doing our Tournament Talk episode um, with uh, the Connected by Water podcast presented by Joey Cardi, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, presented by Papa's Pilar. And we are live with... Captain oh, Skip, Dana, and Y'all Captain Art Sapp. something. I'm just not <laughs> starting to get a few. <laughs> and we are in our section of the show, our very popular section of the show that we call Strange Questions. Strange Questions. Oh, he went to the bathroom. Oh, we got him We got him on camera finally. All right, so we are in our new studio. Yep. All right, Strange Dance Questions from someone named Cha Time. What Chaza? phones? What phones you guys use? Uh, verbatim, is it exactly how you? I think I got an iPhone XR. <laughs> Are you guys all like. live at the same <laughs> yeah. time? Yeah, <laughs> we're all live yeah, here at the same time. Oh, Keith, McDonald, BB's watching. No. Oh, oh BB, yeah. BB, you got a question? Come on now. Come on, let's go. Let's talk about how much bait Art caught today. Did you go bait fishing? I did. It? Yeah, you did. I caught wind, but I didn't catch a pile wind. of bait. We caught. You a definitely got sun. Bait. You got wind burned. Wind burned. I got wind burned. Dude, you look like Santa Claus. I am Santa Claus, don't you know? 
All right, so I haven't shaved. I've been so damn busy. I can't do what, anything. What phone lately. are you? What phone are you? This really iPhone XR. I think. All right, I don't there. Know. All right, no, iPhone, I, iPhone, iPhone, iPhone. Yeah, it's an iPhone. All right, iPhone. Three cameras. That, that's that's strange question answer number one. That's not a strange question. <laughs> hey, so hey, nobody. Hey, all right, listen. I got a high school buddy. Just, just so you guys here. know, What's when that? you're watching strange questions here, I can't believe we're doing this, John. Why not? Just so you guys know. So listen. So just so you guys know, when you're when you're asking a strange question, you got three cameras here, so we got three crowds yep. of people that are eligible. Where's the Tinker Mac? They, dude. Okay. There oh, we there you go. So the best question wins it. The best question wins a connected by water podcast T-shirt. Drunk. I can hardly say your name. Michael Shramko. Tinker Mackerel. Let me see. Shramko? Yeah. Yeah, I know him. Yep. Hey, Amy. Sorry. Hey, Jason. Uh, Tinker Mackerel, I have gone three nights a year. Just keep checking back and checking back. I, I th- it's got to be water temps, right? I don't know. What's not letting them come back down anymore? But they haven't been down in six years in any numbers other than in the shallows here and there. But those giant schools of them offshore haven't been there. But what's interesting is the giant schools of frigate mackerel are bigger than they've ever been yep out there and small black fins and and that sort of thing so i don't know i don't know why the tinkers aren't coming down it's almost got to be a weather thing and we are having a great winter this year as far as the front's rolling through so maybe we'll see them next year but i don't know we're, we're catching a few but yes you're right boca hump all that yeah that's it like, yeah, those big giant weird ones though, like yeah. the really giant ones the big fatties big, yeah all right so who's that question from Shramco. Shramco. All right, Shramco, you are entered into the Connected by Water t-shirt competition. Lisa Moyes is watching me. Lisa, do you have a question? Oh, here you go. We're looking for strange questions that are watching this thing. Frickin' Jumbo asks, what's the 13th picture on your phone? That is a phenomenal bait, dude. (laughs) Hey, Chris. Jumbo hasn't (laughs) asked the question in a... Yeah, no, I'm a little little, little upset. I don't don't know if I can get to it. You got uh, a question first? From someone, Skip? No, I don't. Check out all this fine artwork and T-shirts. Nobody, and nobody wants guys. questions. I just got people saying, "Look at the Slayers." Um, my sister said, "Hey, sis." F- she said, "Lose a few pounds." <laughs> yes, I need to desperately. <laughs> oh, we, oh, I have the great Rodney Barreto watching right now. There we go. So, yeah. Thank you, brother, for all your effort, Rodney. Yes, absolutely, Rodney. Thank you. All right, here we go. All right. Um, I'm getting a bunch of people watching. Nobody's asking questions. Come All on, right. when oh. are the hey, black hey, oh. hey, Ben Sharp just says, great, hey. great shirt art. I got, <laughs> yes. I got, I, I think I have a winner. Uh-oh. All right, all right. Alan Eskew asked. They're here, if, Mike. If we could dye his mustache. Have you seen his mustache? Who? Alan Eskew. Really? Really? It is absolutely majestic. Is it? We can dye his mustache. You want to do it on the podcast? Yeah, do it we can on do camera. It. Yeah, we, absolutely. absolutely. We can do it live. We can do it live. Mike, uh, the hammerheads are here chasing those tarpon real good, and I've seen a few of the spinner sharks, black tips, but no great quantity. Hi, Deb. You got a question? I was asking about when are the black tip sharks in the show. Well, my I've sister seen says them in Palm I. Beach pretty strong. Oh, you have, to, said, you hey. have to announce who says it, though, for it's, the show. It's Michael Shramko. He, he's, he's heavy. He's oh, okay. Doing, he's, All right. Edison, uh, Edison yeah, Delahose says, do the captains have any rituals they perform before they go out on a charter to catch a fish? I think we've asked that before. Ritual, yep, you've asked right. rituals before tournaments, but Tom, yeah. it's right there. Before yep. charters, right there. <laughs> there's your ritual. Mike Edwards, they were there where you left me. <laughs> That's at, your ritual, right there. Like noon or so. Today. Ben Sharp, you're, you're the man, buddy. Sorry, again, we are in the middle of our strange questions segment, and yep. I forgot to, to uh, tee up some questions for the captains here today. So, if anybody out there watching has a question, so ask Alan, the captains, Alan's please. Alan's all do. in on dying his mustache live. Nice. Is he really? Oh yeah. Nice. All right. So hey, Doug, we, we, we have to figure out the logistics on that one. So 
about bringing him in, and unless we just want to do a special episode of that, just put him in a chair and just dye his mustache. Pretty right, much, right? All right, we'll do that. We'll bring him. We'll bring him into the. We'll bring him into the store. Keep and it then simple. We'll do I think you should do like a, a multicolored thing. I'm sure the artist over here can make something cool happen. My nephew used to ask where do babies come from. <laughs> from Storks. what size shirt does he wear? Storks. Uh, Corey would be a triple X. All right. Then we're gonna. That might be the winner. What causes South Tide? That's actually a good question. Wait, Give me the answer. Question for me. It's a. Uh, it's all the, the uh, eddies that come off the Gulf Stream. Probably comes in, moves out. How does it change so rapidly, though? And how is it going one way on the top and one way on the bottom sometimes? I don't know. It's all those eddies and weird stuff that happens. And what makes the sun rise? What makes uh? What, oh what does man, you're getting a little deep now. No, hey, the, do you uh, know that I found out that recently that the tide basically is not. It's kind of weird, but the Earth is oblong mm-hmm. because of the way it rotates between the sun and the moon. Okay, so it's, it's, it's flat. And it's not necessarily. <laughs> what you got? It's I got another flat. good question. All right, what? All right, so if you went fishing and when you came back in your underwear were on backwards, would you tell anybody? Jay Mang, what's happening, brother? This is the next line, let's go fishing. <laughs> is that steel? No. Was that steel? Oh, I, that, is, that sounds like a steel line. Oh, I had a good one I was about to say, but I think it would Mark Heron said trouble. the earth is flat, so you don't have to worry about it. So, the have y'all noticed flat. how many New Yorkers are moving in here beyond normal? Yeah. All right. So, we like, have less COVID restrictions here. When the, when the, of course, lots of reasons, but when the camera's in here, I'll tell you the, the funniest joke I've ever heard about that. But I'm not doing it with them on. I'd really get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, you gotta All keep right. it somewhat, G. Yeah. All right. So, um, what's my most memorable catch? Oh, your most memorable. Who who asked that? Michael Landris. Michael Landris. Michael. Oh, Michael Landris, yeah, hey, Prakash, the master of photographer. Is, is, uh, Jim Ruback, give me a question, brother. Hey, Henry. So we give me a question yeah, for the doing, captains here. Oh, all right. Here we go. Here. We got one from Ben Sharp. Uh oh. Are you ready? Oh boy. What is the most upset you've gotten on the water by something else has done or by some that something by someone something someone else has done? And who did it? Oh. I don't know if we're supposed to. Key, no, you weren't on the boat. I was running uh uh Robbie Waddock, or Rob, Robbie Buckley's boat. Jim Ruback, Daryl Clark, ask a question for the captains, please. What's your answer on Ben Sharp's question? Uh got set down on real hard by K Moss. When I was younger oh, and a little more aggressive, I remember that. And and what what upset me more than the set the set down was awful. I mean, it, literally the kites went out over our boat, split us to the to the east, which mm-hmm. is as bad as it can get. And and I said, "Bro, what what are you doing?" And somebody else, not the guy running the boat, comes on the radio and says, "If I wanted to hear somebody bitch, I'd have brought my wife or something over the radio." And I was much younger, right? And, you said this? <laughs> no, somebody else says this, and I'm thinking it's the guy running K Moss that says this. So, blood boils. And literally, I mean, I could talk to the guy. He was so close to me to the east, and I yelled over, all right, wasn't we'll this deal with when this. we had a, a scuffle in the street in Key West? Well, no, we were in, we were in the Red Garter, and, and things did get a little heated and got physical for a moment, but cooler heads did prevail. But uh, that was probably the most. That was the I've most upset been. you got, yeah. Yeah. Because you don't really get upset. I don't get upset. Yeah. No, yeah. it's too fun. It's too fun out there. Yeah. So, but anyway, mo- again, we passed on the most memorable fish, dude. I love them all, and I remember ninety percent of the bad thing is I remember the ones that got away more, and they irk me to this day. 
That's how it goes, right? I'm the same way. I, I remember <laughs> the ones that get away, not the ones we catch for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, yep. for sure. Like we talked about that blue marlin in the cove. That was a, a very memorable fish. Yep. That, that blue marlin in the in the uh, Jimmy Johnson there was a yep. very memorable fish. Were you, weren't you guys tracking down a bluefin tuna in the Jimmy Johnson one time, too? Oh, there's tons of bluefins rolling through that time of year. No, we no but there was really, like, one significant one that you guys were really chasing that time, wasn't it? No. I have lots of them. We've seen lots of them. No, we brought a rod to go During the Jimmy one. Johnson. Not during it, during pre-fishing. We fought a, pre- uh, okay, yeah. we right. fought a giant yellowfin for, like, four hours in uh, one of Skip Smith's sailfish tournaments a few years ago. Yeah. We had not a leader, like, I'm not reading. Oh, wait, new a dozen times. Off Delray, 32 acres of fake reef, 45 foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Dr. Charlie Gregory, right? A scientist if you will, Art. Yes, give me a question. I will have you know that this particular gentleman, Dr. Charlie Gregory, yep. is a scientist. What's he specialize in? And he, well, he specializes in, in basically Science. fish. Ecosystems? Fish, okay, yeah. fish. He, he, you know. um, but he's an advocate for our cause. Yay, thank God. Right, and we want to bring him on. Dr. Charlie Gregory, can you confirm this for me, please, that you will come on a show with us? Um, as a special guest um, to discuss the shark issue the you. that w- that we experience um, and why you uh, feel that there are favorable things that uh. we say about the issue that you agree with. Um, I'm going nice. to, I'm going to, because he asks, what's the best shark story, please? And, and in a positive I, or in a negative? Um, Dr. Charlie Gregory, can you confirm with us if you're looking for a positive or a negative shark story? Because um, we got lots of both. Yeah, we, we got lots of both. So give us one of each. So Alan wants, to know, Alan wants to know if you'd rent him your alligator boots for a day. No chance. His feet aren't big enough anyway. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, positive, Jason Dean and I kept getting told about all these giant mako sharks that were swimming around out here and that they were available to be captured. And, and you know, we didn't know anybody that were catching many of them. So we went out sword fishing one night and caught a swordfish, and it was bleeding all over the deck and – sitting here talking, well, I wonder if this is an opportunity for a mako to swim up and thump on the side of my conch. And we look over, and there's a near 800-pounder laying there, slurping and sniffing or whatever at the blood coming out the scupper. So we baited it and, and caught that thing. And I had to go to work the next morning, but just he and I, and again, younger in the conch days with no gunnels on that boat, basically, couldn't lug the thing over the gunnel. So we got it half hung up on the transom on the bracket and up over the thing and tied in there and went chugging home. And called all the boys, hey, get your asses over to the house. We uh, we can't get this thing out of the water. So we lower the lift. We put this big piece of plywood we had. It was actually one of the green markers from the inlet that had blown off in a hurricane <laughs> the summer before. <laughs> and I kept it because it's my inlet. God dug it. And so I kept it. And we lay the shark across that. And then we slide the bow under it and slide it off onto the bow. And a freaking boat does an endo because the thing's so big. And we come over to the dock and slide it off on the dock and take some cool pictures with it. And I go to work. And that's my positive shark story. All right. Dr. Charlie Gregory did confirm any crazy shark story will do. Uh, (laughs) But he also did say, game on, Holmes. And I have other solid young scientists, he said. Very nice. nice. There's a ton of them out there. We're we're going to bring the noise. But some of them are passionate. Maybe well, listen, I mean, the, the, we're bringing the opposite uh, point of view, right, to, to all that <laughs> stuff. So, so. Captain Matty just had a big win. Sean Davis just it. said he heard that story. Yeah, the shark. Yeah, Mike Snyder said that shark eating that tarpon was cool as hell. There was actually two yeah. of them. They're doing it at the same time, but we only got the one on video. I got a, I got a good hey, question again, from Brian Wheeler. Great job down there in Costa Rica. 
I got a question from Jim Ruback. Oh, boy. It has nothing to do with fishing, no, he I says. I figured it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite barbecued meat, beef, pork, or chicken, mustard-based sauce or tomato-based sauce? Mustard-based, 1,000%, and whatever you put it on, I'm happy with it. Yeah, I can't make a decision like that. I like them all. Yeah, <laughs> I like them all, too. Uh, uh, Daryl Clark says he sent you a question. Dead. Oh, shit, I got to find it then. So, so. I, got, I got one from Brian Fengler. He goes, why are the fishermen that fish out of Hills Brinlet so well-rounded? It's not well-rounded as much as better, better because it's so hard to get a bite. Yeah, we got to fish harder pressure, than everybody else. Yeah, the amount of pressure that we're fishing. Look, look at Eddie. He's been in Costa Rica for two weeks, won a tournament, bang. Yep. And Eddie's King Hills Brinlet for a long time. I that mean, same theory, right, was why I, when I was a freshman in high school, I wrote. I was see, it was for a creative Darryl. writer writing course, whatever. It was my argument as to why Kelly Slater was the best surfer in the world. Because he had to work. Because he had to work harder for his waves, and you know, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. So like all all the Uh, surfers, of all the surfers in all the world, why does the best one we've ever, the Michael Jordan of surfing, he's been called, come from Florida? Yo, breezy. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, I've seen some amazing shit on boats. I've been so fortunate. Michael Jordan yells at a dude standing on your boat, yo, Breezy. It's right up there with the best of the best of things that has That's ever cool happened stuff. on the boat. Unbelievable. Okay, let's bring Calabrese on the show. Let's have him talk about it. Yeah, no doubt. Hello. Is it Paul? It's Paul. All right, answer the, answer the phone. I'll stay. Sorry. So, Hello. <laughs> now, now we got now you. Now we're working. I hear him in my head. <laughs> you there, Paul? Uh, I, hear a few famili- I hear a few familiar voices there. Hey, there <laughs> he is. We were just, you know, yep. hey, Paul, this is Dennis. How you doing? Well, what's up, Dennis? How we doing, man? We're we're living the dream, I, I like, truly. So doing a little too well right now, are actually. You, hey, Dennis, are, it's are you in the new studio? We're in the new studio, and we were we got on the podcast, and we got to talking about you guys, and then, Uh-oh. and it, yeah, that and then, trouble. yep, <laughs> and then Skip's like, well, well, well they're here already, because I was like, oh, I can't wait till they get here. And he goes, oh, no, I, I talk to them every day. And I'm like, well, I, ha- I need to have a conversation with Paul. He hasn't called me yet. He's been here the whole time. But It's, it's yeah. funny. I was, I was, was going to call you today, honestly. Okay. And, uh, and just start talking about some stuff we got to plan for the future. But, uh, yeah, yeah no, we were cool. We, awesome. Yeah, no, we're happy. To, we're happy to. That's what I was saying. One of, the, one of my favorite parts about Sailfish season in general is just the fact that you guys come into town. So we all love you to death. You know what I mean? So. So we're just so well, happy to hear, hear hear from you. Well, I'm actually in Maryland in the snow and ice right now. Oh so. no! So sorry. <laughs> but, but I will be I, I will be on a plane heading that way on Thursday, uh, Wednesday. Oh good, so. good. You got to <laughs> come by and check today. out the new store. Yeah, I definitely I definitely want to. I saw some of the stuff online. It looks really cool. So thank you. Yeah, I was I, I was uh, definitely wanting to get down there and see you in the studio and all. I didn't know you had the studio up yet. I thought you just had the storefront up. No, vice versa. The The studio is actually what's up and running, and then we haven't opened doors to the public to the store yet. So we, we will next week. Okay. But you can come by anytime cool. you want, though. Cool. Cool. Yeah, well, for, I, I will definitely be doing that, without yeah, a doubt. For sure. So this is our Tournament Talk episode, and you're live. Well, not live, but you're on the air here with us, <laughs> and you're we're pitching you through through the Bluetooth and everything like that. So... Um, everyone can oh, hear cool. you. We just did cool. our turn. We just did our uh, our strange questions segment, which was a little awkward because we did it on Facebook Live. 
uh, for the first time ever, which is kind of weird. Um, yeah, but we're That's out. Awesome. We're, yeah, no, it, it actually was kind of awesome. It did work out. Yeah, so um, so we're excited that you're here. For, are you fishing the uh, the Sailfish Challenge with them? Yeah, we're we're doing the challenge, and we're doing the the Jimmy Johnson, and we're doing the uh, final sale. Okay. Uh, at a minimum, and then of course we already did the operation and the buck cup. So awesome. And then we're uh, it's funny because I know they have the cove coming up this weekend, and we were we were like you know thinking about it, but I've got a a group coming down on uh, Thursday to fish Friday Saturday. That that's uh, we auction some trips off at our gala that we do every year. Yep. So they're coming down, and we're going to fish that. So okay, gotcha. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So we'll be fishing those guys there, but no, it'll be, it'll be good. So yeah, I wish you guys were fishing uh, the Cove tournament. They're connected by water is the title sponsor this year. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah we got these other guys coming into town, so uh, of course, of course, they're a little crazy. So if something happens on uh, Friday <laughs> night, then we'll, then maybe we'll show up on Saturday. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. Hey, real quick, we had a question for you. Is um. Okay. Is the uh, FFMD April tournament on this year? So it looks like we just decided that it's not going to be on. Not going to be on. And okay. Yeah, we're kind of we're really bummed out about it, but you know we we had a long talk about it, and we talked to a lot of the MDA kids and their families and all that, and they're really just not getting exposed right now into yeah, any kind of group or, or crowd environment. Point. And you know my whole thing. If you remember when we talked about that tournament, you know, I called Jamie and I called Val and Todd and you know, we fished their tournaments. I talked to Courtney up there on the buck up and I just said, you know, we're not trying to come down there and be one of these tournament gurus because I didn't want to, you know, feel like we were stepping on toes or anything. And it was really about having the kids there. And if we can't have the, the, the kids and their families there, you know, in the MDA community, then we just, it's just, that's, that's not our, our model. You know right. what I mean? Yep. So it's kind of a bummer, but uh, but um, you know it's just it's just what we're dealing with and where we are right now. So I think you so, hit the uh, nail on the head too, because really that tournament really is all about the kids. So I want to just kind of clearly state that um, you know regardless of whether the tournament is on or off, like to please support the FFMD regardless, uh, no matter what. I so, know you guys do, and, and you know you, you you did all the stuff, the design for the boat raffle and. We're actually, uh, as a matter of fact, Joey's on his way down today with the uh, boat from Maryland. He's dropping it off at Everglades, and their uh, signs is going to get it rewrapped for uh, the owner. We're going to give that away on the 16th, the day before the oh, captain's cool. meeting on the challenge. Nice. And then uh, we got some some new new stuff coming up, and you know, that's one one of the things I was going to call you about. We got to kick off some design. We we got to elevate the design even further again, and uh, for uh, the fifth annual raffle yep. which we're going to probably launch around june 1st yep. um we've got a production slot for a, a new model everglades that we, you know we've always done the 243 so they got a new model out we're we're gonna we're gonna bring out a new one and i'm hoping to get the new yamaha uh 300 with that new you know like like the xdo build on there mm -hmm. yeah. so i'm working on all that right now awesome for so for those of you guys Actually, listening yeah. to the show and having like I don't know if you're living under a rock, but you understand that every year FFMD gives away um, a ton of stuff every year for that raffle. Um, this year it was a it was a big tr Ford Tremor 
um, F-250, right, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, it was a 250 trimmer, yeah. Yep. Yep. And it was a 24-3 Everglades Bay boat and a golf and a cart. badass golf cart. A badass golf cart. So, um, and then this year you tell me you're lifting the game, so that that's pretty exciting. So we just Yeah, I kind of like the number five, so we'll see if, if we can find five things that make sense. But yep. I don't know, that's a little let the cat out of the bag a little bit but we'll see <laughs> you know that's all right yeah that's all right i just like to raise the bar and it's like you know you just you can't do the same thing all the time you know no no we <laughs> so, agree we agree so it's win but uh <laughs> like, but no it's winning. good you know we, we we we've had we've had fun fishing it's been slow down there obviously it's, i guess yesterday it picked up i saw a bunch of guys caught some fish yesterday and and uh you know hopefully when we get into these other tournaments it picks up a little bit and adds a little more little more fish to the spread but but uh you know we found a couple and and uh you know had a couple of surreal guys with us in the in the buck cup which you know we've done the last last couple of couple of years i guess and since they don't fish that tournament so it's always good to expand the friendship with everybody down there and, and uh have a good time i don't know brag a little bit i don't know if you saw my daughter won the female angler yeah, yeah we, we all saw that so, yeah that was awesome so i was i was I was on there. It was funny because you know she's she's uh, she's really into it. You know, she'll sit on a rod and she'll just watch you know watch all day long. And and uh, next thing I know, she's you know I'm up I'm upstairs running the boat and she comes up. And she's like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "You need to get back down there on the rod." She's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Look, you're you're tied right now. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know how slow as it is. You don't know how big of a deal it is if somebody gets one more. <laughs> like like you need to be there like ready, <laughs> ready, but." Uh, She's going to fish the challenge with us, and um, she's she's really dialed into it. And you know, she's caught her first white, caught her first blue last year. Caught a, caught about a three hundred fifty pound, four hundred pound blue in the kids' tournament up in Ocean City, and now she's hooking sailfish down there. So it's exciting and fun. Very cool. You know, it's always it's a tough. good time. That's great. Hey, so, listen, when you're down here, let's try to fit in a podcast if you got time for us. Yeah, definitely, definitely, a hundred percent. I'm going to be. Uh, I've got that trip next weekend with those guys, and then I'm I'm gonna head back home for uh, for a week of other stuff, and then I think we'll be down there for like four weeks straight after that, something like that. Awesome. So Perfect. we'll definitely do it, and, and we'll even take you out fishing again. So. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Get fresh jump bags. I yeah, think did, absolutely. Did, didn't you catch two sailfish? <laughs> didn't, didn't you catch two sailfish that day? I caught, I caught two sailfish, and I made a little bit of an offering too. I think that day, right? And I wasn't feeling so good. Yeah. Did you yell at so, him a little, did you? I did a little bit. Yeah, a little 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 thing happened. Yeah, yeah. we'll so. turn the sea keeper on this time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, is that Archer in the background? Down. I think I heard it. Yes, yeah, he's yeah. here. He's How here. How you doing, Paul? Yeah. Uh, good man. Good good to talk to you too, man. You too. I saw you riding around a couple of days out there. Oh yeah, yep. lots so. of riding around. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. All well, right. That's awesome, All right. guys. Yeah, we appreciate you hey, making well, you time know, I mean, for it, us here, it, Paul. No, and it means a lot that you guys reached out during your podcast to, to say hello and, and chat. And, uh, you know, you guys are all part of our South Florida family. So 100%. really appreciate it. And when we, we, we get down there, we'll come check out the new studio, and then we'll get on your calendar. Definitely come down there and do another podcast. Awesome. Sounds good. I think you, you should probably sit on the next Tournament Talk episode. That'd be, that'd, that'd be, that'd be, be outstanding. Fine. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to. Yeah, you know, awesome. Any, Anytime you guys have an opening, just holler and uh, you know if we can make it work, we'll definitely you know be there. No, no problem at all. Love to. Awesome. Good deal. Hi, right, buddy. Stay safe, Paul. All right. 
All right, guys. Tight lines, guys, and I'll catch up with you, and uh, maybe I'll see you in a couple days down there. All All right. Have a great night. All right. Be good, guys. Bye. Bye. That was a really good way to end this show. I love me some Paul. That was a really good way to end this show. Listen. Some silliness. Man, if if you're listening to this show and you don't know who Paul Robertson is and who the FFMV is, please just, like, educate yourself on that real quick. Check it out. Google that shit. And then you will understand what we're talking about. So, cool. Are we good? We're good. I'm good. I think we did some damage today. (laughs) Do your thing. So, all right. I feel bad for you because you got to cut it all up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. So, all right, cool. Won't be that bad? No. All right, good. I kept everything rolling, so it'll be easy to cut. All All right, cool. Good. So we want to say before we leave, right? Um, if you're in the market for a new vehicle, <laughs> right? Here go see is. our friends at Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Uh, specifically, go see my man Dean because right? that's the one I have these little conversations with, and he knows what to do yep. when people go to him and say, Dennis sent me. All right, and he's going to give you, I don't know for sure, but he might give you a better deal than most people get if you say that to him. All right, so go see Dean, and he'll hook you up. I got my beautiful Ram Rebel. I love this thing. I got to listen. Can I tell you something? I, I probably shouldn't say this. I don't know if this is, like, legally appropriate. I was in an accident. I got into an accident. It Two happens. Weeks right, it happens. It was a little fender bender, right? I'm not going to tell you how or what, whatever. All I got to say is I skinned this guy, okay? There are literally two small scratches on the front quarter panel of my truck. This Nissan whatever, Rogue or Murano, whatever, you would think like a semi hit this thing like right on the side. Like it skinned me. That whole thing is wrecked. I'm like barely a scratch on me. This is how tough this damn truck is. All right, so these things are built right. That's all I got to say. All right, no doubt. So I don't know if there's an ongoing investigation for this accident or anything <laughs> like that, but if there is, I'm sorry, that's what happened. It's the truth, you know what I mean? Truth so, but listen, I mean the Ram trucks, solid. Oh, I just got cramp. Love them. Ooh, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, we're gonna a hammy. <laughs> oh, those we all have Ram trucks here at the table, we so we indeed. can all test for it. Except for John, he's got a GMC, but that's cool. That's all right. We'll right. let him we'll let him slide this time. Right. Um so anyway, so go talk to Dean. All right. Um and also if you're thirsty, let's just saddle up with the little uh, Papa's PLR rum there, right? We'll uh relax, right? Light up a cigar or whatever it is you want to do definitely at the end the of edge a hard off. day. That definitely takes the edge off and then um that's it. Papa's PLR reminds you to never be a spectator. And I can tell you one thing. Being involved with this group, right? Nothing but class. I can tell you from top to bottom. Just it's it's really been like I'm I'm I'm, I'm sponsored by a bunch of people. And Joey Cardi, same thing. Like class from top to bottom. You know what I mean? And and that's how we roll here. Connected by water. Uh, Papa's Plar is no different. And, and, and I'm telling you, it's it's a family, and they treat you that like that. So it, it, great company, great company. Um, again, if you're uh, if you're looking to catch some fish, you don't have a boat, you want to hang out with some cool people. Jump on the Fish City Pride, right? It, it's a uh, it's a legendary Pompano experience to do so, uh, right out of Hillsborough Inlet here in beautiful Pompano Beach, Florida, right? Um, and if you're lucky, you might get Captain Skip one day, you know, at Look the at helm, muttons. right? Yellow and um, and snappers. If you're uh, if your gas tank on the water is getting a little bit down <laughs> close to E, 
right here at Tahoe Marine. Tahoe. Right? Go go gas up right here, right here at the studio, and um, we're we invite you guys to come into the studio here and um, shop, hang out, have a glass of rum at the bar, and um, just hang out with us for a little bit. Connect by Water will be open for business next week. Um, and again, if you're looking for electronics such as safety items, the science of survival, they say ACR Electronics is the way to go. Um, and if you're hungry, and I know you are, go Always. see our friends at Papa's Raw Bar. Roy and Cassie got it dialed in, right? They got the barrel room. Fried rice. Fried rice, the steak fried rice. They got all My the... Favorite. Listen, they got. it's called the Connect the Buy Water Sushi Menu. We wouldn't back it up like that for a reason if it wasn't you the You can best, get a surreal right? roll while you're you there. You can get a surreal <laughs> roll. You can Man, get a Takizi like roll. You can get a the Jumbolicious uh, wet dream roll, they call it. You know? Or Jumbo. Jumbo's got a roll. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but it did. There's an OCD <laughs> roll. I don't know how that happened, but it did. Um, so anyway, um, and listen, thank you guys. It's been too long. Always. Right? We're back in the saddle. We're here. Finally. We're established. We're good. We're out in Pompano. Yeah. We're out of the uh, Everglades studio for good. We're here. Yeah. We're, we got rum. Get used to it. Whatever. I like it. It's great. Yeah. So, all right. So, and Cheers, always remember Jim. that no matter where we are, thank you, John. Thank for you, dealing John. with us today. No Got problem. a little out of hand today. Good times. So, and no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, do not ever forget that we are always connected, connected by water. water. Thank you.